Hi, I'm Curtis Herbert. I'm Alice Zhao. And I'm Jelly, a.k.a. Daniel Virally. And this is Independence, a show where the three of us talked about our efforts to make a living on the web and mobile. Well, not so much the web anymore. Web doesn't count. It's all mobile. Mobile all the way down. So I had this great topic lined up for the three of us to talk about this week. How to not be Dropbox. Because <laughs> I've been seeing, I mean, you two have seen this too. Like there's, there's way too many apps out there that start off really small, really cool. And over time they're growing, it's looking great. But then they hit this inflection point mm-hmm. where they decide to abandon their core users. Just leave them in the dirt. And they start chasing maybe that sweet, sweet business-to-business revenue or something like that. But at the end of the day, they're still abandoning people. And unfortunately, something changed. We had to pivot episode topics here. Because turned out something else abandoned me in my life. (laughs) Jelly, Alice, let's talk about why this is the last episode of Independence. Oh, that was so sad. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Lay it all on us, Curtis. I am emotionally devastated over here. But that was... That was gutting. That was gutting. <laughs> Compare me to Dropbox. <laughs> the ultimate insult. You, oh. you ma'am, are Dropbox. I am hurt, sir. I have been Dropboxed. Look, two weeks ago, we sat down to have a recording and I had, I don't know, why Why did the topic come up? I think we were just talking about like the state of things. because We were planning the holiday schedule. Yeah. Okay. That was part of it. And our episodes are always sort of tail, top and tailed with the stuff that you don't hear, that, that doesn't make it into the episode because, for starters, Curtis doesn't record it, but also because it's not, you know, meaningful in any way. But one of the things that we had to talk about was that, like, things are changing. Things are changing a lot for us. And, like, for me, my daughter is in the picture now, and I always knew that was going to change things. And if you remember back at the beginning of 2019, when I was talking about like what looking forward with the you know lessons learned episode, I knew things were going to change. And one of the things that's changing is that I'm transitioning away from work and into looking after her full time. So given that I do a lot of stuff for this show, it just meant that I'm not able to apply that amount of effort anymore. And it wasn't that we didn't have other opportunities to work around your schedule. You know, uh, Slopes could sponsor at this point and we could hire (laughs) someone to edit the show or something like that. But it's a huge mental burden on you at this point because when we were talking in the what they officially jelly call the pre-show and the post-show, like professional podcasters, you were talking to what? You're planning something like four hours a week or so dedicated to your side projects for a while? I wouldn't say four hours, but it's definitely low. Like it's maybe a day or so a week, you know, when and it's that's weekend time, I should add, because that's when my wife is going to be home and therefore sort of taking care at that point. So I have a little bit of time on my weekends to sort of dedicate to stuff. And when it comes down to it, like there's a choice that I have to make. I can either dedicate my time to the podcast, which, you know, I love and I love talking to the two of you and I hate editing, but I do it anyway. Or I can dedicate that time to things like gift wrapped, which makes me money. I mean, it's hard to choose really because I do love doing both of those things. But at the end of the day, gift wrapped and my actual independent stuff has to come first. So you're saying we are the dead weight holding you back from that sweet, sweet gift money. That's that's 
more or less you should take that yes hold on though i don't want to pile on jelly here <laughs> let's switch over to alice because it's not just jelly who's leaving me well halfway through your explanation i felt bad and then by the end of your explanation i felt okay about my reasoning for going <laughs> but anyway though i feel like i've i'm doing the opposite journey that you're doing jelly you're transitioning out of independence a little bit or taking a detour so you can take care of your daughter and I'm doing the opposite where I'm getting away from my kids (laughs) you've abandoned your family for the job bye and going to a job which requires so much effort being in a startup is really hard and that's you know that's the opposite experience where I've just I've just simply run out of time and not necessarily just to do podcasting, but like it's definitely taken a toll on like Gus on the go time. And so it's not as eloquent as yours going trying to, that you're going to go and take care of your daughter. I'm like, oh, I'm just leaving mine. So it's or my my kids. So I mean, <laughs> but at the same time, hold on, hold on. You're also earning money. Let, <laughs> let, let's let's not discount that. No, it, it, that sounded kind of uh, not how I meant it. But no, seriously, like you you're taking a detour from independence for a little bit, lowercase I independence to go ahead and restock those coffers, which can be very important. I mean, that that can fund future independence. Yeah, and that's what I'm hoping for, or at least that's what I tell myself, (laughs) that I can fund Gus on the go a little bit longer. I'm hoping that having a job affords me a little bit more time and space to invest back into Gus on the go. It might not just be my time, but I can afford to hire people to help us out because at this point, both Yano and I are both strapped for time, not not just Yano. Yeah, and he's been strapped for what? A year? Over a two year. years? Like he's, yeah. That's been slowing you down. No, no offense, Yano. <laughs> Realities of life. Like that's that's really put a, a damper on the movement that you had. And it was kind of evident from the way that you would talk about things over the past years. Like it, it just kind of became slow when development side of the house couldn't get much traction, right? Right. And I, you know, as much as I could design or do business, it like I couldn't keep it going and so if I could earn that dough I can finally say okay well now both of us can are in a position where we can hire someone and that's a totally different feeling altogether I do want to sort of I guess make you feel better (laughs) in that like part of the reasoning for both of us is that it's difficult doing the show even aside from editing and any of the other stuff that kind of goes on behind the scenes to make things happen part of doing the show is having something to talk about Mm. and you have to find time to figure out what we're going to talk about or at least in the way that we've sort of structured the show that's something that has to be done by generally one person every week and it's hard if you've got a lot of things going on. Well, and especially because, I mean, and maybe that's kind of one of the cores of why things are ending is this isn't really a podcast that can be phoned in. No. It's not like your last podcast topical where you could just kind of pick something and talk ad nauseum about it. <laughs> Zing. Yikes. Uh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, I'm letting it all out tonight. It, it's not something we can just pick like whatever the hot topic of the week is, you know, whatever Apple's rumor is going on or anything. Like these are topics that are, we're hoping pretty timeless, 
and usually pretty deep and require a good amount of thought on all three of our parts, not just the person preparing it, like our show notes that we come up with ahead of time. You know, we we try and think out what the arc of the conversation is and all that kind of stuff. And that's hard to do when you're strapped for time or in Alice's case, strapped for sleep, too. <laughs> what is sleep? I don't know what that is anymore. <laughs> I got some over the weekend. Let me tell you. Oh, man, it's amazing. <sighs> it's everything I remember sleep being it was glorious <laughs> try it sometime someday someday look i feel like we should loop back a little bit because i feel like there's a lot of things that we've learned over the course of independence and like that is both independence with lowercase i as in the state of independence and also this show like the show has meant a lot to the three of us and it's uh, it means a lot in ways that we don't necessarily talk about on air because it doesn't really usually fit in. So how have things changed for us over the past few years of doing this show? I am not the same person <laughs> for sure. I got I have to say that with like an exclamation mark because I feel like I've grown a lot as a person. Um, that sounds really cheesy. I'm going to do my best to not be super cheesy. So the story is that I was going on a run and I was looking for a podcast and then Yana goes, by the way, Curtis just started a new podcast and it's about making apps. And I was like, okay, well, I'll just take a quick listen. And I ended up listening to all the episodes that were available at the time. And I'm like, this is my life. (laughs) And then that's when you like I, I tweeted it. And then I think maybe like days later, you're like, well, would you like to be a host? And I just thought. That was the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. It was crazy timing. It was epic. It was. And it's not something I ever imagined I would ever do because I don't like speaking. (laughs) It's not obvious by now. It it doesn't come easy for sure. But it's the best decision I ever made because it pushed me to be to really think about what I say, even though Jelly just said five minutes ago, think about what you want to say before you say. Um, (laughs) I mean, that won't make it on the air. So, uh, yeah. (laughs) But, you know, I think it's because I we were just indies and like overseas. And like, I just didn't talk to like I talked to Yano, but very infrequently. And so I wasn't having a lot of conversations about work, period, for a long time. And so having to talk about work and like becoming this person that was able to talk about work that's a huge shift for me. Um, a lot of growth there. And then near the end, as I was looking for a job, job, which I may regret now because now I have to leave independence. <laughs> you guys are most certainly a part of that journey to help me figure out what I was capable of, which also sounds super cheesy, but I really didn't know what I was capable of until you guys pushed me there. You didn't think you were a product manager and spoilers. I didn't know what that was. (laughs) I didn't know what it was. (laughs) And so for that, I'm extremely grateful for the two of you. If I haven't said it a million times already, I'm going to do my best not to cry, but I personally have changed a lot. And so this experience has been life-changing to say the least yeah no in some ways I always uh, think of myself as someone who doesn't change that much but I think I have changed in some key ways which is good you know I've definitely kind of grown into the role more of running a successful 
software product, which sounds really, really, really weird to say. But I've actually started trying that on uh, as a phrase for the past like month or so. And it's still awkward as hell. But I mean, I kind of got to that point, you know, where I can hire a contractor or two. I have pretty much a full-time contractor. Like it's going pretty well. And I've had to grow in terms of managing that and managing back, you know, the I shipped a bug episode, you know, managing how I deal with critical feedback and how that affects me. Rightful critical feedback, not just like people with opinions. And it's definitely been a pretty big growth arc for me. I think hitting on a lot of the points where I was weak or sensitive or just something that would get in the way of running a good product. I've had to push through a lot of those in the last two and a half years or so, because I feel like as I kind of broke through that, oh, okay, well, it looks like, yeah, I can pretty much cover myself full time now. Maybe I'll take, you know, a one month contract, but I'm good all the way to like, oh, shoot. Now I have a full-time Android developer and I have this contractor and I'm doing this. Like to get from there to there kind of requires that growth. I feel like you can't get that far without pushing through some issues that you have personality wise or, well, maybe you can, but maybe uh, at that point you're just going to end up burning out or being some terrible CEO um, or something like that. Like you, you, you do have to grow uh, to get from A to B. So it's been kind of fun being on the show while that's kind of, I guess, a theme in my life for the last couple of years is really trying to figure out how to run a good product and how I have to change personally to get there and to support that effort. Um, And you two have been wonderful, wonderful therapists for me to sit on the couch for and uh, talk about ad nauseum. uh, Should I hire an Android engineer or not? You know, pretty much all of the episodes that I uh, pick the topic for probably (laughs) have that theme from about uh, December of 2018 to March of 2019, probably about there. And if they don't, it was in the pre or post show that we had that (laughs) conversation. Yes. It, it, it is kind of Talis's point of, you know, not talking to a lot of people all the time. You know, this being independent can be a very isolating thing, especially mm-hmm. when you're working on your own product. Yeah. And having people that almost in a way became biweekly coworkers, it definitely helped. And it was a great space, too, to explore a bunch of things I was thinking about, you know, software and ethics, or should I try this approach with SaaS or like all those different things. Uh, it was definitely nice to have people as part of those conversations. I've learned a lot over the course of this show. I've learned a lot because, I mean, I've been independent for a good long while. And before before that, I was sort of freelancing on the side and I might have had a job there for a minute and I was sort of doing my own thing at the, at the same time. And Gifwrapped has been running for six-ish, not quite six years at this stage. And it wasn't something that when we started this show that I felt like I had a long journey ahead of me on. And and it's not that I was like, oh, I know all of the things, so I'm going to like have a podcast so I can talk about them. I mean, I reached out to Curtis at first and was like, let's do a podcast about being independent because that is a thing that we are both trying to do. And it's not that we have all the answers on how to be independent because we don't and I don't, I certainly don't. But talking about them sort of gets you into gets you places that you don't usually expect and I've learned so much through that whole process of like talking to the two of you and having conversations with Belle when she was still on the show. We've touched a lot of topics and a lot of them I've sort of had like I hadn't thought about them a lot in like previously like I hadn't really thought about the fact that like me being indie is sort of a point of failure for 
gift wrapped and if I go then so does it and like talking about launching a thousand times but still having new things to learn about that like there is there's so much to being indie that you can learn and I've learned so much but so little really yeah well that's the indie life is a constant journey as we record this behind the curtains, uh, you know, this episode probably comes out, uh, what, a week and a half, two weeks after we're recording. So I am on the eve of launching the big slopes update for starting the winter season this year. It goes live tomorrow morning. And I was looking back at old screenshots I did of uh, for the App Store. And oh boy, did I think these screenshots were amazing. Minus one of them. <laughs> Minus one, because it was uh, I had to shimmy a landscape view onto a portrait screenshot, and I decided to just make the screenshot landscape, basically. But the, the view only rendered landscape. Anyway, boy, did I think they were great. And of course, uh, as part of the update, I redid some of my screenshots and my app store description and stuff. And let me tell you, I am tickled with the way that all these came out. I am very, very happy with them. And you know what? I'm going to be thinking the same thing next year. I'm going to look back at these and I'm going to be like, oh my God, those were terrible. I have learned (laughs) so much since this time last year when I launched Slopes 2019.17. Let me tell you, the screenshots in 2020.13, masterwork. (laughs) But it's it's a constant journey and that's you're constantly learning. And you never know how much you're not, you don't already have a handle on. Until you really start to talk it through with people sometimes. That can be the catalyst uh, for a lot of good realizations. Yeah. And you learn one thing and you build on it the next time, like with the, the next thing that you learn. And over time you move from like being in one place to being in a completely different place. And I have nothing but gratefulness in my heart for this show, for the two of you, for our listeners who have sent in feedback and have, you know, gone on the journey with us. And I, I feel like I've learned a lot and I hope that other people feel like they learned a lot from this show. And I... Well, they sure didn't learn how not to be Dropbox. Let me tell you about that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. You're not letting that wow. one go. Okay. That would have been a okay. hit episode. Let me tell you, that, okay. that would have been... I mean, Curtis, it's only been on the topic list for like a good 12 months or something. No, no, how not to be Dropbox was like five months ago. Come on. (laughs) Sure. It was when their Electron app came out. Yeah. But anyway. I I was exaggerating for effect. Lying for effect. Oh, I see. (laughs) I see how it is. Anyway, I do want to add that you don't have to be on a podcast about independence to reap benefits from you know, the independence community. I think that's like one of the biggest things was when we finally came out of our, you know, hermit shell (laughs) of working from home and, you know, going to like release notes conference and like other, like meeting other people like that changed our lives. Talking to other people, realizing that we're all in the same boat, sinking boat, maybe, but the same boat nonetheless. And everyone is so generous with ideas or just like they'll stop and just be like, wait a minute, I think you could try this. Or maybe that person has tried that, reach out to that person. Like it's just like an automatic thing, I think, in this community because we're all trying to survive. <laughs> so I think that's one of the best things about this community for sure. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with you. Like that is one of the things I really like about not just the iOS community. I feel like the more I've been getting into like the web SaaS space, mm-hmm. seeing some conferences there, like 
there's a lot of pockets of communities that just love sharing their knowledge and love learning about this and figuring this out because this is all new stuff for a lot of people and we're Mm -hmm. still charting a lot of stuff when it comes to how to sell software on the internet it's still brand new and who knows what's going to happen in five years that's going to completely shake things up again but something that's pretty constant is just the people out there willing to share what they know and try and help you stand up and try and help you make it on your own and I hope you know one of the goals that Jelly and I had originally with this show when we first started talking over Twitter was just you know we wanted to have a way to try and share what we've been struggling with and learning along the way and hope that there's some nugget of information there maybe every episode maybe every other episode if we're being realistic to help people figure out how to chart their own path through becoming or staying independent and it's it was definitely important to us yeah i mean it still is important to me i still want to then why are you abandoning us <laughs> oh shush i am the voice oh, of the dear God. listeners this episode why are you abandoning us <laughs> are we not your favorite child no pretty sure we're not <laughs> my favorite child is my actual child <laughs> i am secretly hoping secretly secretly hoping that early on when she goes to finally say gif she will say it right oh my god and say jiff she's never going to use the horrible pronunciation that you use because she's going to be able to speak properly (laughs) i hold out hope i hold out hope we'll see it'll be her first word and then (laughs) mama and dada (laughs) okay well it seems very obvious that all of us have changed um from being independent but how do you feel that your businesses have changed. Well, and I, I kind of got into that a little bit earlier, I think. That's true. With kind of how I've changed and how my business has forced me to change. But I mean, yeah, it's it's gotten bigger and harder to manage. And I have to worry about shipping bugs a little bit more because more people are affected with this. Having to experiment even more. This year, I'm finally getting, finally, into a bunch of the SaaS stuff I wanted to play with, with like some automated emails and customer journeys and stuff like that. So it's it's definitely been reaching me more and more out of my comfort zone of just, I'm going to ship this tiny little app that works offline. That's the way Slope started. And it's just grown. And it's to the point now, like I had somebody helping me last season and she'll be helping me again this season, part-time customer support, because I just can't manage shipping a product at the same time as keeping my support queue down when I have such a spike in users every season. Mm. And it's just aspects like that where like all of a sudden one problem that used to be something that you could tackle yourself and do the indie thing of being scrappy and be like, you know what? Okay. I need to post some stuff to social media. I'm not going to hire some Instagram expert for that. Like I can come up with a couple of Photoshop things and put them up there and they'll perform well enough. Customer support was the same thing. Like, oh, okay, I'll just check it in the morning and answer the one email I get a day or something like that. But now, now I need somebody taking care of the tier one emails because that just gets overwhelming otherwise. And those problems just grow. And at the same time, though, opportunities grow, which is kind of the cool part. You know, you can try new things. You can see with more and more users, things might work a lot better than they would have with a smaller amount of users. It can be easier to get tractions in some places, easier to get some buzz going. And that that can help you launch new initiative and do new things, which is really cool. So, yeah, I mean, the, for me, it's just it's it's gotten harder. It's gotten cooler. But at the same time, it's still stayed fun. 
which is one thing I'm really happy is hasn't changed too much. Like there are some things I still dread. I still have emotional issues with overloaded customer support, but overall, like it's still a lot of fun. And in still, in some ways it still feels like the business that I started, which is just me creating an app that I'm passionate about. I haven't managed to get bogged down in things yet. So that's been encouraging is almost the lack of change in some ways. It's still at its core, me trying to build something cool and experiment along the way. And I've just kind of had to change the scope of where those experiments are. Which begs the question I've been dying to ask for several episodes now. Uh Are you still really indie? (laughs) (laughs) Several episodes. Have you actually been the person that's leaving us? Uh, uh. That topic has been in the list <laughs> for like a year for more than a few episodes. <laughs> yeah, no, but I haven't been dying to ask. And actually, Curtis is the one that wrote it in the first place. Oh, yeah. I you asked yourself that question. Yeah, I don't know. That blurs the line. Uh, maybe we have to reference the first episode in our definition of what makes an indie. For now, I don't have any full time employees. I have a full time contractor. Uh, not any full-time employees. So I am still checking that indie box right there. Okay. (laughs) And I don't know. Part of me feels like if you're even a small team of like two or three, like Alice, you were a team of two. You're indie. I know, I know. (laughs) I don't know where that number is, that it kind of stops feeling like you're indie. But I definitely feel like, you know, a team of two or three is still indie. So yes, thank you very much. (laughs) I still have the cred to be on this show that you two are killing off. Boo. Oh my God. Wow. I just want to make sure I don't get any of the negative emails and it all goes to the two of you. Meanwhile, when my past two shows ended because my, my hosts bowed out, I was the one feeling all of the responses of like, why are you ending the show? Why are you ending the show? And I was like, well, it's just, it's just, it was time to end. I didn't, I didn't sell Mike co-hosts out at any point oh i'm not selling you out i'm just making sure responsibility (laughs) lays where it should go (sighs) i see how this is yeah i'm not i'm not taking the brunt of this for you too although to be fair the opportunity was out there to you know continue jelly i think you brought it up the idea of like oh what about finding two new hosts and uh trying to keep it going yes i did offer you if you wanted to find a host but it's not it's just not independence without the two of you like i bell switching out like i can take one co-host dropping and having to find a replacement but when you lose two like that's that's the soul that's you're you you can't do that you can't transition that in my opinion you two are irreplaceable to me oh so what you're saying is that alice and i are the soul which (laughs) i'm not sure what that makes you but uh good good the wallet. The wallet. <laughs> wow. That's the all wallet. I am to you too. Just Scrooge yeah. McDuck with a money bin. That's that is. That's pretty much how it is. But okay, so that was a long digression, I think, to the core question of Alice's of <laughs> how has our business has changed. Jelly, you were kind of hinting towards yours earlier. It sounds like some ways it it's kind of been similar to mine where like maybe it's grown a bit, but it's still kind of the same theme of what it was for you originally. It has. It's grown. I feel like mine has grown a bit lopsided, which is sort of sad because it makes it difficult. Like and it still feels like a struggle in ways that it, that yours, don't want to say no longer feels like a struggle, but it certainly helps i have a lot more on my plate as far as like fielding customer support stuff at the moment like i'm certainly feeling as you were talking about 
like fielding customer support and having somebody to handle some of that for you. I'm like, oh yeah, that sounds really nice. I get so many emails at the moment and I just like, they just sit in my inbox and I just look at them and go, wow, I wish I had time to write anything in response to that. And like, so that part of my business has grown, but the income part of it is growing on a much slower pace. So it's definitely difficult and it's definitely continuing to be difficult, but it is growing, which is nice. And is ha- that has been helped a lot over the course of the last couple of years by conversations that we've had around things like pricing and subscriptions and, you know, the various you know, conversations that we've had. I think it has a long way to go before I can say, yep, this is a good business. It's just basically like, you know, it stands on its own as a thing that is 100% successful because I like to think that I'm successful in this, uh, in this aspect, but having a lot of users is not necessarily the only part of being successful so well no then you're facebook and yeah <laughs> wow you're dropping dropbox and facebook on us can you not try to like compare us <laughs> with those no i wasn't comparing you i was just saying that you know a lot of users does not equal success a la facebook i would never compare you two to facebook never but dropbox yes <laughs> oh yeah dropbox yeah but no not facebook dropbox at least had a soul at one point Facebook, maybe not so much. Mm. Debatable. No, definitely not debatable. It just never had a soul. It never did. It started out as a hot or not for uh, Harvard yes. or whatever. So, yeah, yes. let's let's. That not. is literally doesn't have a soul. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think there's some similarities with our experiences. You know, despite launching the second Gus on the Go app, that one wasn't super successful, but if you look at the numbers now, we're actually able to, I mean, plateauing doesn't sound super fun, but we have been able to keep up those numbers since the beginning, um, which tells me that the need is there. It continues to be there. So the opportunity to create this super gust, whatever we're going to end up calling it, app that has, that has um, potential. And so if we figure that out someday <laughs> properly and launch, like, I think that gives us the longevity that we're looking for because it's a it's a market that will always be there, I think. And what gave me hope was just, you know, our conversation last time about subscriptions that I do think like our users have changed just the way the landscape changes and any assumptions that I've thought were true then may not be true now and I have to figure out what are the you know what are the new what's the new landscape and what are the users like now I'd like to think that there's still a a future for Gus we'll just have to get see if we can get there (laughs) you know you're talking about launching Gus plus plus super Gus whatever name to be determined but I think it would be at least somewhat maybe positive note to end on looking towards the future and where we are planning to go, what we're hoping to accomplish, where we hope we end up. Because this might be the ending of the show, thanks to you two, but it's not the end of us being independent, if I were to assume on behalf of you two, correct? Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no, that's... uh, I I still somewhat aim to be independent. Well, not somewhat. I just aim to be independent. I I aim for that. Aiming is one thing, though actually hitting the target is a whole other thing. I do aim to be independent. I want I want to keep that that going because in part it has been a long time since I've had a 
had a had a job job and being and being beholden to somebody else's whims and while i think that uh the experiences that i've had over the course of however many years that i've been doing this is helpful in that regards i mean just see alice's journey with her work like you 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 learn stuff being independent i think that there is a part of me and there always will be a part of me who will want to do my own stuff and to create things that other people use and enjoy it's just part of I think it's part of who I am like it's part of what I yeah the person that I see myself as I like to create things and I like to share those things with other people and I think that was a thing that was like very clear in the first episode if if there is any ways that I haven't changed it's in that like I just want to create stuff and I want to share that stuff and I want to share stuff that other people have created and have them share things that they've created with me and so I do aim to be independent and part of the reason that the like I'm bowing out of the show is because I want to be able to focus and I think for me like it's going to have to come down to focusing and you know choosing the things that I spend my you know going to be limited amount of time on so I do aim to be independent and I do con- I I do look forward to continuing to work on Gifwrapped and other projects maybe other podcasts who knows what the future holds but I think there's a lot of things that I want to be able to do and being independent is certainly part of that mix and being able to create things on my own accord. The reason why we started Gus on the Go was to create something for our kids. Um, My kids are still kids uh, even though they're eight and seven right now and I still have hope that they'll learn Cantonese. (laughs) <laughs> if I get to be a part of that, I'll still work on it. You know, I think that's that's still part of me. I, I, the gap is the gap is growing. Um, the longer it takes for us to complete this uh, Super Mario Gus thing, Gus sixty four, <laughs> Gus sixty four. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like that part of me. I want to complete that, and I don't know if I have as much of a drive to create something just um, for enjoyment as, as uh, jelly does, but it's just to complete this circle that I started. I think that's like a bigger goal for me. So I do want to at least finish this as an independent with Yano. So co codependent, <laughs> um, which is no longer an independent. Never mind, That didn't work. But yeah, I, I want to, I want to continue Gus as long as possible. There's also so much I love working on, you know, as a business partnership. I, you know, Yano and I just get along so well. And like, I always joke, I'm like, I could do this forever if we just made money. <laughs> so we'll we'll get there, I think. Well, that's the thing that got in the way for you, wasn't it? Like, yeah, the job didn't happen because you wanted a job. The job kind of happened because Gus, as all software does, ended up taking longer to complete than expected. Right. Mm-hmm. and runways run out yep and so hopefully this is just a short-term diversion where you get some more cred to put on your resume <laughs> we'll see we'll see yeah i mean i'm definitely intending to stay the trajectory that i'm currently on which is independent i claim to that credit so yeah i mean i'm planning on it for me i don't think much is changing beyond the growing business but it's still very much at its core like i said something I want to build something I love and have fun along the way and experiment with it. And I think that's growing a little bit bigger than I initially anticipated. You know, if if you two remember when we started, like my goal was like, hey, it'd be great if I could earn a full-time salary on this and not have to contract. 
Uh, and now we're at the point where I'm hiring contractors full time. And so it's it's definitely gotten a bit bigger than I had hoped. I knew the potential was there, but I, I always self-doubted, I think, a little bit too much. So, yeah, it's it's changing shape. It's who knows if you two will call me independent two years from now. <laughs> uh, but the goal is to at least stay kind of at the core of what I've been aiming for over the last couple of years. And that might grow me a little bit. I don't want to grow big. Uh, that would just make me scared. Uh, that's not something I want to do. But, you know, maybe one or two people. But uh, damn it, that's still independent. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stay independent here. <laughs> that's not going away. So we've we've upheld a great tradition of the episodes never going too long. Uh, so I'm going to cut us here because uh, this is uh, we're recording for a little bit. It's it's a hot emotional topic for all of us. So things could go on for quite a while. But I would be remiss if I cut before saying uh, thank you, dear listener, as I always love to call you. You were truly the dearest of listener. You know who you are. You know which one you are. <laughs> But thank you, uh, everyone who listened, who wrote in, uh, wrote in with encouragement, wrote in with questions, wrote in with feedback. Thank you, everybody, for joining us and sticking with us through this journey, this two and a half year arc of us being independent. And I guess there's not much else to say, but uh, where can people find you to uh, that is perhaps not this podcast because we okay. might not be hanging out here anymore. <laughs> I'm being told that last call is happening and I'm being kicked out in about 10 minutes. Uh, so where where can I talk to you to? Well, if you would like to send us an email, the email address will still work. So you can still send For emails. Now. Well, until I actually find the time to go in and stop it from working. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you can send emails to all three of us if you would like to say hi or, uh, you know, send your final bit of feedback that will never make it actually on the show, but will live in our hearts forever. And the email address is hello at independence.fm. And otherwise, I'm on Twitter as JellyBeanSoup. I'm Eda Duck, I must. And uh, assuming Twitter's still a thing when you're listening to this, dear listener, uh, you can find me as parrots, the plural of the bird. So, I mean, I guess we won't be talking to you all again in two weeks. Uh, and that makes me quite sad. But for now, I guess my words of encouragement are keep not wearing pants. Goodbye. Hi, 
I'm Curtis Herbert. I'm Alice Zhao. Good day. I'm Jelly, a.k.a. Daniel Fairley. And this is Independence, a show where the three of us talk about our efforts to make a living on the web. Curtis, mo- whoa, 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 whoa. What are you doing in here? Are those sock puppets? Did you make sock puppets of us? Yeah, how do you like That them? doesn't even look like me. No, but look at this jelly one. This jelly one is the best. <laughs> it's like neon green and it's got the white hair and everything. Oh my God, it's so good. I just, wow, man. Wow. This is awkward.